Previously on Roleplay Radio. I heard that uh, Enya's your roommate. I do miss her. We don't get many folks from Vermeulen around here. I'm sorry, did you say Vermeulen? That brings me back. I haven't been back there in, what, I was 13? Dad took us on vacation there once. It was quite lovely to see the spectacle of the city with no sun. Listen, girl, um, I, I know that things have been a bit busy and you and I haven't had a chance to hang out much, but I think that your friend is dating an Ulrich. You see that one of her books, it's not a classroom textbook, a book called The Blue Flame, subtitle Mysteries of the Underdark. You there! You! Hi! I, I recognize you. All right, Tobias, I'm gonna get you down. You know my name? Well, yeah, we met that one time. Wow, after once. That's great. I don't remember yours. I'm so sorry. That's all right. What? What's your name? Shelly. As Griff, you just shot this. It ripples all around. All the eggs light up, and you could see the vague shape of a mage hunter growing inside in each and every one of them. And then all in unison, your same spell gets shot right back at you. And for a moment, your entire world goes black, and you turn into dust. Griffin, you have a dream this morning, very similar to the others, with one development. Any way you try to move, there's a wall, 360, and above and below. It feels claustrophobic. Oh yeah, you might even try to claw your way out of it, you can't. Eventually you hear your own face staring back at you. A doppelganger of yourself has broken you out of this shell. And your other self doesn't even speak to you. All he does is wind himself up and shoots bright light your way. Everything goes black and you wake up and you're in bed and you're sweating. He's gonna run. Fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. You trip on this rabbit folk. <laughs> and you say, oh, oh shit, 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 shit. Oh. Shelly. <laughs> Shelly, oh my goodness. He hides behind your foot. Please, Shelly, help me. Help me, please, hide Why? me. You see a pair of Prismari students come to a halt within 10 feet of you. Sorry to interrupt, Mr. Burning Hammer, sir. Our business is with the rabbit folk. Can we have him? And what'd he do to you? Are you gonna hand him over or are we gonna have to take him? Okay. He's just gonna go for Fireball. Of all the F-Squad. Me? Me? Are you insane? But what you're hearing is you, stupid fucking lunatic. You're hearing this on a level that is so much worse than it actually is. The ice wall breaks, and standing behind it is Professor Zaphi. And of course, a very familiar looking water elemental, colorful water elemental. Cosmic can um, see through Pigment's eyes. Ooh. And I think they just left as soon as the break happened. Griff is in a conundrum. It seems like he's dealing with some stuff. I'm gonna go help him out with that. What the hell's going on here? I tried to talk my way out of it. And so you down there? What the hell's wrong with you? But you are hearing, you goddamn useless piece of shit. How fucking dare you in my school? Griff starts to cry. Griffin, have your eyes always been like that? So, Haas. Yes. You head out of the biblioplex. You got a sense from Pigment, more or less, what direction Zaphi and Griff are headed. But there's a lot of people. You're scurrying through the crowds, like, excuse me, excuse me. And you're having trouble finding them. But you come across a, like, yoga circle where Nori and a few other dwarves are and they're using their elementals to lift, like Nori is sitting cross-legged over this block of dirt that is raising him. A couple of others are like using their water elementals and their yoga. And he sees you, he's like, what's up, Joe? Oh, hi, Nori. Did you see any commotion here recently? There was a, a fireball? No, this is Central Campus. I... Did you happen to see Professor Zafai come through recently? Oh. And he gets lowered to the grass and his elemental makes a big hand that points that way. They were heading to Witherbloom once I saw. Okay, great. Thank you. How are you? I'm great. great. Sorry, I don't have time to actually talk to you right oh. now, but... Uh, <laughs> no worries. Let's catch up later. Sure. 
That's, that's the one I was telling you about. Yeah. Good looking, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> His friend. Looks different every time. Good looking, yeah. Yeah, every single face that you choose is just so The people who find Koss attractive are attracted to everybody. <laughs> Sapphire hasn't been talking to you much, Griff. The walk has been talking. The walk has been kind of awkward, and when they hear you scurrying in the distance behind them, hi, hi, uh, cough. Hello. He like storms up to you and just give you a big old hug. Oh, okay. I was already out of breath. And he whispers in your ear, "Thank the gods you're here. I was going lightning cage this motherfucker." <laughs> I can hear you. No, you can't. You do speak very loudly, yes. <laughs> you don't have an indoor voice. Look, man, I, I don't know what's going on here, but uh, your boy is concerned. Yeah, give me a second to talk to my boy. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> hey, Griff, um, I saw what happened through pigmentescent pigment to, gra- to wake you up in case you were late for the exam. Yeah. Are you, are you all right? No. Do I see Griff's purple eyes? You do. Your eyes are different. I... Impossible. Change into Griff's face, but with the purple eyes. <sighs> like this. You... That triggers the, the, the shell. I want to roll to be afraid. <laughs> roll for fight or flight. You ah. just do death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it, do it, do it. A wisdom? That's an 11, because it's minus one. Yeah, Perfect. you start panicking. On top of that, Koss's words sound like... What's the meanest thing Koss could say? Which is probably not that mean. But... I thought we told you to not escalate. What do you... What do you, what do you mean? I was I was trying to help. I was trying to stop before it got, got bigger. Oh, no, I'm sure you... I'm sure you were trying to help, Griff. You, you always do. Yeah, and that's your idea of helping? <laughs> um... Can I do an insight check to get an idea of his... Absolutely, ideas? absolutely. Yeah. 26. Okay. Barely hits. Koss definitely senses that the words they are saying are not what Griff is hearing. Okay. Griff? <clears throat> I'm going to try something. Koss uh, is going to take out their loot and start playing a counter charm melody. Ooh. This helps to nullify mind-influencing magical effects. You and any friendly creatures in 30 feet that you have advantage on saving throws against being frightened or charmed. What does this song sound like, putting you on the spot? Um, I don't know. Um, Versus what he hears. Let's see. It's probably... The bodies (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! Yeah, it's probably something like like atmospheric kind of deal. I I don't want to play this on piano. A lullaby? Calming music. It's essentially the equivalent of the class that Griffin Koss are in together, except in musical form. I think he goes from having the verge of a panic attack to slowed breathing and just lazy eyed. You alright there now, Burning Hammer? Yeah. And your eyes are back to green. Just in time for the lift to make it all the way up and Toby to scurry. <laughs> I got the tea! I got the tea! I got the... And the tea falls all over the ground. He's like, oh shit. I'm so sorry, Shelly. I fine. did the music thing. Shelly? Yeah, I thought that was fucking weird too. Okay, um, not, not the priority right now. Okay, Swiftfoot, you go and get Grig and Mistake. Okay, go chop chop. This should be getting done with their exams around now. Um, Pigment, can you show Toby the way? Beautiful. And Pigment and Toby head back towards the Biblioplex as Zaphi, Koss, and Griff head down the Wither Bloom. If you clap again, Griff's gonna hurt you. <laughs> Zaphi's too sudden for, for trauma. Mm-hmm. On, the, on the way down, Zaphi will clarify your mistake was going for Elder. You see, Marilda's great at what she does. But something about you tells me it ain't uh, nothing physical we're dealing with. It's dark. 
You got an umbrella you can paint me? I can now. Crossbow <laughs> can paint an umbrella. Good, because it's sunny out today. Ah, good. And will you make it back to the biblioplex? Mistake! I think you just aced your first exam. Yes! <laughs> Mistake aced your first exam, what do you know? And Gary, you just passed. If you pass one, but you fail the other, it means you pass the exam, mm -hmm. you don't ace it. I think Mistake, with that 20-something, finishes first. Or she just takes a really long time. Or that. She's sure. being very thorough, triple checking at everything, making sure she spelled everything right and didn't change languages partway through. And I think she's still checking everything by the time Pigment and Toby arrive. So that tells me that Greg, uh, Greg finished first. <laughs> Greg. I think that because of Toby being who he is at the moment, he's holding two pieces of paper. One says Greg, one says Miss Take. <laughs> like M-S dot. T-A-K-E. Mm -hmm. And he's just holding them. He's definitely holding the Greg one higher because like he, he at least has seen Mistake in person. Uh, Pigment is crossing off the incorrectly spelled <laughs> Mistake and trying to write the real one. No, don't do Now we have to redo it! <laughs> he writes Mistake in a separate piece of paper. And he's doing that as Gary shows up and sees him. Um, hi, Toby. Oh, hi. hi, do you know my name? Has nobody gone over the memory loss with you? Oh, okay, we must have been friends in the past. Yeah. Greg. Gary. Gary, um, I'm supposed to fetch you. Shelly's mm. not doing so well. Um, Shelly? Yeah, he's in Witherbloom. They're on campus? He. It's very important that you get people's uh, pronouns correct there, Carrie. Right, and they use they pronouns. No, I'm pretty sure he uses he. Anyway, that's not the point. He's doing really badly and his eyes were purple and... Wait, when did they come back to campus? He has been on campus this whole time. What are you... They've been on campus the whole time and they haven't said anything to us? I mean, listen, I'm just a messenger, okay? My, your relationship with Shelly is your relationship with Shelly. I'm just here to tell you that Shelly's in trouble. I've literally been writing them letters in Ravnica. Have they just been rerouted back here? I, and right about then, I think Mistake emerged. <laughs> oh, oh, Mistake! Mistake! Hi, um... I'm Pigment he... does a face pop in the background. <laughs> Hi, Why um... Why does my name sound weird when you say it? I don't know. Is it, is it my tongue? Is it a rabbit folk thing? I don't think so. Does that sign say Mistake? Listen, just he rips the papers and like throws them behind. You're not getting it, okay? Shelly is in trouble. Shelly's in Witherbloom, and and and, pr and Professor Sapphire sent me to get you, and Koss is with him. Apparently, Please. Shelly's been on campus this whole time. Hang on, what does Shelly look like? Oh, you know, tall, a bit daunting, at times. <laughs> Color? Usually yellow. What? All right. With the red hair. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm catching up now. Why does Griff keep telling people his name is Shelley? I have genuinely no idea. Come, this way! So, we cut to Zaphi setting up the big standing umbrella over a black coffin that is lying under a canopy of leaves, but it's still a little dangerous. Alright, step back. He casts a dispel magic powerful enough to dispel the magic on that lock. That arcane lock. Such a terrible security flaw. <laughs> if it's a sufficiently high level spell slot, only few people could. Yeah, only spell. staff could. Yes, because none of the staff have ever been Auric. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And he opens the coffin. And immediately Valentin sits up and. <gasps> wow, this better be good. Uh, we have a bit of a situation here. Uh, Cause! I'm not good at talking. You wanna talk? Sure. Uh, Dean Valentin, apologies for waking you so early in the morning. It's about Griff. Do you remember the night that we took care of the Mage Hunter eggs in the story? Yes. Uh, well, Griff's been acting off since then. He's been sick. Seems like something is messing with his mind. Say no more. Uh, he steps out of his coffin. What's Griff doing? Standing there. Just staring ahead, hands in his 
pockets because that's where they're safest. Okay. Valentin walks up to you. Hey. Hey. You there? Are you with us? Yeah, yeah. You sure? Mm hmm. Yeah, costed the music. Come, follow me to my cabin. And his cabin's right there. Um, so <laughs> why steps. he sleeps in there is, I don't know. Tradition. Sure. You go I mean, in... all the vampires I've killed in Skyrim at least had the decency to be in the basement. You know? Right? It's like that way if somebody just opens your coffin on you, you're not just directly underneath Hello. the sun. He walks into his cabin. I want to say Cadron's there reading a book, and he's just like, darling, please leave. This is business. What? What? I'm the Dean of Decay, and this is Dean of Decay business. Okay. Normally, I love it when you're around. You know that you are my sunshine. That is not a compliment coming from you. Well, sometimes you are my moonshine. Other times you are my sunshine. Today, you're being my sunshine. Can you please leave? Yeah, well, today you're being a dick, so sure. <laughs> Save, save that energy for later. <laughs> so Caden leaves, presumably. She's not coming back for a while. <laughs> I also appreciate the fact that Julian went to bed and Caden's just hanging out <laughs> yeah, in his house exactly. by herself, reading a book. I think his house is significantly larger than like her little Lorehold apartment. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's a much higher ranked staff member, so he's got much better accommodations. He's, uh, Valentin starts washing his hands, like, Mr. Burning Hammer, could you remove your top of your tracksuit, please? You know I could just add a zipper sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> we make our own, we roll that's our fair, own here. like Bully. Valentin walks up to you, he removes like, you know, one layer so that he's got more room to move around. And he immediately goes for your scale arm, just lifts it. There's no, there's no resistance from grip. He's looking at it, examining it, pulls out some powder and just goes, your scales are the usual golden color, but the edges begin to glisten. And I want to say they burn, almost like when you have a little cut and you have hand sanitizer and it stings. They start stinging from the powder as the powder reveals some more purple. What is that? That is new, is what it is. Mr. Burning Hammer, I regret to inform you, and he begins to wash his hands again. You're suffering from a condition that cannot be cured with Varelda Langs's medicines. Sapphire said something like that earlier, okay? Yes. Will you do me a favor? Can you stare at this? And he casts a magical light. Can you stare at that, please? Great. Great. <sighs> he blows power in your face. <coughs> Great. Give it uh, ten seconds. Oh, no! Ten seconds. Eight. And you start getting woozy. Right. And you drop asleep. Cost silver trove? Yes. Can you paint us a rope? Can do. There's only so many times I can do this, just for the record. But here you go. Great. Sapphire, I'm going to need your help tying the boy up. Gary and Mistake, and Pigment and Toby, you're taking the lift, the long lift down. Mistake at this point is used to taking lifts every day, so this is nothing new, but this is a long, boring lift ride. Mistake's reading Rival Volume 5. <laughs> so, uh, how are the Year 1 classes going, Toby? Oh, good. Good, yes. Taking a couple of Prismari classes, I'm really, uh, I really hoped I could switch out of them, because, uh, well, just cause. And um, I like Mike Wandrick's course. You taking Computational Magic 101? I sure am, Dean Simone is so nice. Good, I have her for uh, Quantitative Arcano Physics. Yeah, she's real nice. I'm getting some counseling from her. I'm thinking of leaning Quandrix or maybe Witherbloom. Definitely not Prismari, definitely not. Well, Quandrix is great. I'm sure Witherbloom is also great. Ah. Yeah. No, Witherbloom's great. There's, um, 
Have you ever met the Shell Clan? Yes. Yeah, they're, they're a bit mean to me. Not, not mean, actually. No, that's the wrong word. They're very nice. They just refuse to acknowledge I exist. Hmm. Which that, is... that might be some uh, personal baggage. Personal? Oh, was I... I know they clean the swamps. Was I a litterer last year? I'm not really, exactly. You know, I'm really trying to figure out, Gary, why everyone sort of hates me this year. And Has nobody told you what happened? Gods, I mean, I heard that my memory was wiped and mm -hmm. that uh, that I was a big drinker. That's also true. And that I got involved in some stuff, but nobody will tell me what that was. I don't know, Captain Dapplewing says uh, she's worried that I might revert back into the same habits if I find out, but uh, something about, I don't know. Listen, Toby, I don't want to go against whatever Dapplewing has ordered, but... I don't know, as far as I'm concerned, most of her decisions are garbage. That's pretty fair. Yep. You did some pretty bad shit last year, Toby. Like, really bad. Like, explains why there are Prismaris after you who are so adamantly against you. Oh. Has it got anything to do with King Z? That King Z fella? I know he particularly hates me. You and Xantha uh, had a more personal relationship that involved another student that's no longer here. Uh, no, no, they're fine. They're in oh. Ravnica. Oh, uh, thank goodness I thought for a second. Xantha talks about them like they're dead, but they're, they're doing great. What was, uh, what was this, who was this student? <laughs> uh, uh, student was, is related to the Shell Clan. Mm -hmm. It's part of that clan. Oh, no, it all makes sense. So yeah. I think Xantha feels personally betrayed that you hurt them with your actions. Right. That also hurt a lot of other people. Mm. It's just sort of, you know, hurt some people very directly and other people <clears throat> less directly. And as you guys are chatting, you know, the lift gets down and you're heading towards Professor uh, Valentin's cottage. He, all the stuff you say to him leaves him very pensive. I wonder how I can make amends. I mean, there's got to be something I can do, right? Basket of baked goods seems... <laughs> care packages seem to be a, a thing that people do. Maybe I can invite them over to the Black Moors during winter break. Have them meet my family, show them we're not all bad. I mean, it's not as pretty as it used to be, but... Have you had contact with your family? Oh, I mean, somewhat, somewhat. They're very cryptic about stuff, but, you know, Kevin Dapperwing also helps me write these letters, make sure that what I'm saying is, uh, I guess, up to code on Strixhaven stand? I don't know, it's a bit weird, but... She insists on proof of reading my letters and the letters I receive. I imagine it has something to do with what happened last year. But... Yeah, it makes some sense, but it's also kind of upsetting. Yeah. It's not really like she's proofreading anybody else's letters. I mean, she might, but not really. Yeah. Well, we're here. I should probably go and get some more lavender tea for Shelley. Or Griff, as you call him. That's a weird nickname for Shelley, but I, I'm going to go get some tea for him. Best of luck. I, I, I'm very concerned for him. He's probably the only friend I have. Anyway, bye. <laughs> I'm going to need to have a few words with a friend of mine. The one who lives in Croc Tower? Yeah. Ask him to look after Toby. Normally that's a thing he'd be down for. He's all about making sure people stay on the right path. Is he the type to shy away when somebody's being ostracized? <laughs> no. <laughs> then he seems like a great fit. So, as Mistake and Gary walk in, they come across a very interesting scene. It's Professor Valentin hovering over a bed wherein lies Griff. A shirtless Griff. A shirtless Griff tied up to the bed. I want to say at this point, Sapphire left, mm -hmm. just to make things simpler. And Koss is doing what? 
Koss is looking on, trying not to judge too much. Because this seems to keep on happening when it comes to Valentin. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is definitely not anywhere near the top ten things I expected to see when I walked in this room. What exactly is he doing? Oh, good. Uh, you're here. I think he's trying to basically remove some kind of... There, there's some sort of like magical mental thing going on with Griff right now. We think it might be related to when he died in the storybook. Related to the Mage Hunters, maybe? Yeah, possibly. Because they weren't from the storybook. Possibly. I don't know. Except I'm just trusting that he knows what he's doing here. Mage Hunters and Mage Hunter wounds can't be healed through normal means. Valentin is staring very intently at Griff, who is having fucking nightmare of the century. The sleep that Valentin induced is so deep that this time it is so vivid and crystal clear. You're once again in that egg and you get broken out by your doppelganger. And this time you look down and you see that your lion claws are no longer lion claws. They are insectoid type limbs. Like the chitin? Is that how you pronounce chitin? Chitin. Chitin. That's how it's pronounced? Yeah. I've like only seen it written. The chitin type limbs? You've always seen it chitin. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, I'm so sorry. Who's the pun guy now, Cos? <laughs> when Griff kills you in this dream, there's like a bunch of flashes. You see one in Ravnica, one in like a field of green, one at sea. You just get all these flashes from all over the world, it seems. And you've traveled, Chernobyl as. You have traveled, so you recognize a bunch of these places. And then they all just end in a flash before you awake. And the rest of you see Griff the way you've never seen Griff before. Griff almost looks feral. Normally you wake up angry. Today, you woke up not even recognizing your own friends. The way that a tied up lion might wake up. Roaring across the room, purple eyes glowing like crazy. His scaled arm is now glowing with purple, and it almost looks like your saliva is turning dark, like you're oozing black ooze out of your mouth. Valentin finally speaks, says, it is exactly as I feared. Is he turning into a mage hunter? That's like mage hunter purple. No, it is. Griff, Griffin, look at me, look at me. I want to say that if you have any consciousness left within you, it's in the very backseat. I'm going to try that counter charm again. Wait, no, 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 no. We need him pure. Okay. That's an upsetting phrase. When is he was... this like a we need him as he is to best help him, or is this a we need him as he is for future studies? Mistake. When someone dies, you don't just get resuscitated without some side effects. What your friend is experiencing here, Griff? Griffin? Are you there? There is a beast, quite literally, living within him. We either take it out, or it's going to take over him. It was possession greed nonsense. So how do we get it out of him? Like physically, is it inside of him? Inside of his mind. You ever heard of a lobotomy? Oh, 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 that sounds terrible. Oh, oh. Let's not lobotomize our friend. No, I don't think I have, but it sounds bad. Um, Dean Valentin. Yes. Uh, th this, this might be way, way off, but... Uh, well, I mean, you remember the, the corrupted Eldritch Bomb, right? And how it, it turned things monstrous. Yeah. Would it at all be possible that the counter-effects on that kind of monstrosity might work here? If they were corrupted by Mage Hunters and Griff was corrupted by Mage Hunters, it just seems like it might be a less extreme starting point. You! Mistake, points of mistake. Get me those books from right there. Rituals of Possession, Volume 3. Nope, 4. Nope, just get both. Mm. She 
walks over and grabs him. Klaus, I changed my mind. Do your thing. Okay. Mr. Grigg, yes. you have your notes. Uh, yes. Pull them out now. Okay. You might be onto something. Valentin sits down with both Mistake and, and Gary. He even set up a warding spell so that if any spells erupt out of Griff, they will hit into the shield to avoid the rest of the group getting harmed. So, um, possession. Very complicated. You either have to pry the fucking thing out of the person, therefore leaving the person weakened and sometimes never the same, or we make it so that it's dormant. Doesn't that have the possibility of waking up again? Yes, under certain circumstances. And he's looking at your notes and comparing them to the books that Mistake just brought over. This could work, but it might take several hours and I'm going to need an alchemist because my own niece won't fucking take a hint. And there's a... <laughs> uh, really doesn't seem like Aurora wants to be an alchemist. This is not it's not the time. This is really not the time. <laughs> He pulls a lever and an alchemy lab of sorts comes out of the ground. <laughs> That's really cool. Thanks, I got it for Aurora. She hasn't even touched it once. It's because she doesn't like alchemy. Alchemy brings money to the table. You, Grig, we're going to be working overtime today. What did you say? Nothing. Exactly. Get to work. We need to make a concoction. So the key ingredient in the Eldritch Bomb Neutralizer was Mage Hunter Venom. Oh, I, we, yes, I've got a whole stack of it. it. That's not really the problem, it's more... I mean, you were just talking about how getting rid of possession is going to weaken the person. It's not like I use the Eldritch Bomb Neutralizer on people. Because the Corrupted Eldritch Bomb didn't do anything to people. And also because Nothing. it includes active Mage Hunter Venom. I'm not trying to get rid of it. The way I see it, there's three ways this can go about. First way, we're gonna cut to Koss actually real quick before he's explaining this. Koss is gonna begin playing and also cast Detect Thoughts to see if they can sense the second mind in Griff's. Oh, beautiful. Okay, you are playing your melody trying to calm Griff down. It's working, but very slowly, but you're also casting Detect Thoughts. And what you are sensing is that everyone in the room, you are hearing their voices inside of Griff's head, but it's very out of character. You're hearing Gary's voice saying, Of course he's like this. He's, he's always had a bad temper. He's gonna be the doom of us all someday. Mistake. I don't know what Mistake would say about Griff, but- I don't know, after he killed those goblins, it's not too surprising he's like this now. And you hear Valentin's voice saying like, well, of course, we all knew he was useless and weak. Of course he would try something like this. This is just a call for attention. And all of this, none of this feels in character for the people in the room, but you're hearing it so clearly in Griff's mind, as well as... Hungry. Hungry. Kill. Now. Kill. Hungry. That's what you hear. I want to probe deeper into that mind. So can it make a wisdom saving throw for me? It sure can. Nat oh. 20. Um, does this count as a creature that I can perceive for the purposes of silvery barbs? It clearly can hear me because it keeps on trying to twist words. So I think, I'm yeah, so what Koss is going to say is, Koss is going to kind of like lean down to Griff. They are looking at Griff, but their eyes are unfocused as if their mind is focusing on something past Griff, and they're going to whisper, he's stronger than you. As Silvery Barbs. Good luck. 12. 12 fails. Yay! Yay. So, uh, I learn its reasoning, if any, emotional state, and something that looms large in its mind. Its reasoning is they are the enemy. Everyone in this room is the enemy. Kill them. They will use their magic against you. They always do. Kill them. Their emotional state, very agitated, very paranoid, and even a sense of loneliness. The way that someone in captivity might feel. Nobody around them is a friend. Everybody is an enemy. And the last one was... 
anything that looms large in its mind. And the last thing that looms large in their mind is just... Mother. Where is Mother? And then right back to kill. Hungry. And then the voices that we heard from Gary Mistake and Dean Valentin. That bullet isn't even that cool. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Dean Valentin is like, there are three ways that this can end. One, we do nothing, and the beast inside takes over. Two, the lobotomy. Or, your formulas work to counter it. So that it can remain dormant 90% of the time? Only 90? It's the best I can do, Mr. Grigg. I think that sounds preferable to lobotomy. That's fair. I agree. Whatever's inside of him is... It seems like it's kind of like a scared animal. Well, looks like we have someone with the tech thoughts in our mess, don't we? Useful, given the particular line of work we were in last year. Right, I wish I put some of my years of study into that. Maybe next time. I mean, the strategy with a scared animal is you let it out, right? It sounds like we can't just let it out. I mean, if I had to choose between whatever this thing is and a griff, I would be griff every time. So let's try your thing to make it dormant. Very well. Let's get to work, Mr. Grigg. Now this, I imagine, takes the whole day. So, um... Yeah, I think I think Mistake is just on snack duty. Runs places yeah. and gets snacks and drinks for everyone and comes back, so that's about all she's useful for. Pasta did an all-nighter, so they're probably also gonna fall asleep at some point. Yeah. Somebody's gonna you fall apart. asleep inside of Valentin's coffin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a nightmare like... situation. <laughs> so, you spend several hours in Dean Valentin's cottage. It is daytime, so he's pretty paranoid. He has all the blinds closed, it's pretty dark. The ritual itself takes about an hour. Gary struggles because he doesn't have dark vision. Mistake also brought a lantern for Gary. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Griff, you, um, you doing good? You ever had sleep paralysis? Oh, oh, oh. No, thank God. I've heard it described by many clients. So once Cost does their counter charm, mm. you feel like you're waking up from sleep paralysis. And that's fucking... I mean, as someone who's had it, it's fucking terrifying. Like, you felt like you didn't have control of your body, your mind was there, but that's it. And the people in the room were just shadows that you could see and voices in your head. So when you wake up, how are you feeling? Like when you, Griff, wake up. I don't think it's ever been more vulnerable. The last thing I remember was crying, really. And Valentin notices your eyes go back to green and he goes, great. Hey, hey, look at me. Hey, it's okay. Let it out. It's not gonna burn you, it only burns me. Let it out. Hey, can you understand me? I think so. Good. That's a change from from the last couple of hours. If you can understand me, listen very closely. There is a beast within you, and it is clawing its way out of your brain. It is going to take over, Griffin. Unless we do this, it is going to hurt. Like a, like a... Beasting. Like a beasting. Hundred times fold. Are you ready? I'll give you a moment. Got anything I can bite on? Uh, I want to say mistake brought cork for this exact purpose. (laughs) <laughs> Seems better than a wet rag. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have sleep? Do I have no, to I don't know. Wet rag is kind of perfect. <laughs> you have to be awake for this. It's a it's a wet rag with the lavender tea. Why do you keep doing this? <laughs> you soaked it in the lavender tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like oh, dip my oh, mouth. I, I, I guess that's kind of nice. Lavender chamomile tea. Here you go. It's very soothing. Mr. Grig, mm-hmm. bring forth the concoction, please. All right, do I get to roll alchemy supplies for this? Or yeah. is this just like a... No, do this. Okay. I get a plus 10 for this, which is why I wanted to roll it. Damn. 
So it's a 24. Damn, okay. Yep. You know what you're doing. It's still fuming. It's just perfect. Before you bite down on that, drink this. All of it. And don't sip. Chuck. You've got this, buddy. Just in case. I'm really sorry for the taste. Is this the contract? I can't give you more. Yes. I can't do anything with it because I'm tied up. You gotta force it to me. Oh, sure. It's a 26. Okay. That's very good. You fight through it, but it is really gross and hot. It feels so hot that it's like almost blistering from the inside. Oh, <laughs> that's gross. Now bite hard. And he just begins to light incense all over the room and starts. With, with that movement, I thought you were about to say he rips his shirt off. No, <laughs> no, bite me and have this in a fan picture. <laughs> This is the romance scene. Now, fight. No. Yeah. Hard. It wasn't really, it was a thick. Um, no, this no, no, is no. what I'm here for, y'all. Oh, I got so hot. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, I'll throw Nikki a bone. And, uh, he, oh. The, the, oh. The, incense, the incense in the room and the fireplace is so hot that Valentin does take his shirt off. But it's all because of the temperature. Doesn't just undo a few buttons, takes off his whole fucking yeah. shirt. This guy is unprofessional. He's super fucking unprofessional. I think elsewhere on campus right now, Cadron is just venting to Palomi about how pissed off she is at Julian. He just keeps kicking me out. I mean, he's not even meant to be in his own house during the daytime. Why were you in his house during the daytime? Because it's bigger than my apartment. That's reasonable. I suppose it is in his house. <laughs> However. <laughs> so, um, Valentin starts doing his ritual as he's chanting, as he's just. And he's just going on in this dialect that you probably don't know. Ooh. And yeah, now you need to tell one us thing, what it is. One, one thing I can do just to piss off the DM. I can comprehend languages. Okay, do you cast comprehend languages? Out of I better do something. Yeah. As, <laughs> now you're gonna make me do actual. <laughs> I did say it was to piss off the DM. The rest yeah. of you are hearing him saying all this stuff, just Quen And Griff starts, you were awake. But as he's reciting this, your eyes almost instinctively turn back to purple and you start thrashing in your bed. Mistake. How does your magic work? The material components for this are a pinch of soot and salt. So I think she pulls this out of her component pouch and sort of mixes it between her fingers and then rubs it along the back of her ear as she casts Comprehend Languages. I love that. And for the duration, which is an hour. Mistake hears very clearly. He's summoning whatever is dormant in there. He's saying, oh hunter from the great beyond, come to us now. Show your face, show your voice. Let us hear you, let us sense you, let us smell you. It, it almost sounds like he's taunting the thing to come out. And then he proceeds to like throw all sorts of powders and incense at Griff. It goes from taunting to being like, Wither within, hide yourself within the depths of his subconscious, go away, lie dormant forevermore. It all just increases and gets more and more intense. And then he goes back to somatic gestures as opposed to verbal. And he goes and moves. Neat. And as this builds up, the rest of you start to sense the air getting colder. I almost want to say Valentin, you know, he removed a layer. He gets his layer back on. It gets that cold in the room. Darn. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. The rest of you, take cover. Murka, Mistake has gone over to a table that just has some stuff on it. Yep. Pushed off all the stuff, pushed the table, pushed the table Yep, yep. It is not uncommon for things to erupt when the moment of climax comes. Get your minds out of the gutter! Mulekarimedasha! And as he shouts the last words, which Mistake interprets as, BE GONE! A wave of psychic energy erupts out of Griffith. 
Can everybody in the room make an intelligence saving throw, please? Bad. No. Six. Oof. Oh, sorry. Uh, five. Twenty-four. Seventeen. Wait. Four. I have exhaustion. Oh my god. <laughs> and Valentin rolled in that one. Oh boy. Whatever mistake and Gary hid behind was sufficient for them to resist this. Valentin was right in front of them, so it makes sense that that one. Koss and Valentin take 12 points of psychic damage as whatever was alive within Griffin erupts. And then Griffin falls back unconscious. Valentin feels okay, just a mild headache. How does Koss feel? Ow! It could be worse. <laughs> so, Vitrov, you alright? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Mistake, Grig? I'm fine. Is it gone? Gone in one sense of the word. I need to sit down. When he sits, he layers back up. His glistening abs, just he covers them. If I run another detect thoughts, do I still sense a second mind? You don't. The second mind is no longer there. It is just Griffin having the most pleasant of dreams, suddenly. Him in a meadow or something. I don't know. I don't know what Griff inside a grand walk-in closet full of tracksuits. And he gets to sleep under all of them. Yeah. And he has a food bowl and a water bowl. <laughs> and he's so well cared for. I think when he goes to do a daunting or it's a little meow. I think no. um I think Mr. Burninghammer should stay here for at least a day. I think it is done. Thank you, Mr. Grigg, for that bright idea. And thank you for your support. I will look after him for the time being. He needs rest. Lots of it. Okay. I feel like we come to you a lot for concerning things. So, um... Well, as the one faculty member who's faced the Auric multiple times, I have met many Auric in my life. I've killed Auric in my life. I have lain with Auric. Why do you have to mention that oh, every I time? <laughs> you know what? I can see why your girlfriend doesn't seem to like you very much. Alright, will you just go away? I'm, I also need rest. Ew. The point is, when it comes to things related to Auric or Mage Hunters, you can always count on me. Now, you should probably go and be students for a change. I guess I'll go ask if I can retake that second part of the exam. Yes, you should. Here, have a slip. Let me write you a permission slip. Good. What are you two doing? You okay? Anything living in your brains that I need to fish out? Not that I can see. No? Okay, good. That's good. Why is it that whenever something concerning Auric or Mage Hunters, it is always you lot. That's more or less what I was thinking with why is it always you who ends up being the one who needs to have with us? I think ultimately we accidentally got involved and now that we're involved they target us. Sounds about right. Now we're experienced. <laughs> well from what I hear of Professor Mirsha, the Auric are more or less, <laughs> ironically, looks at Griff, dormant. Not a lot of activity this year, which is concerning. We can either look further into it, like that means they're planning something, or we can just ignore them for the time being, and they'll probably emerge sooner or later. How many auric attacks do you typically get in a school year? Before you came along, the last auric activity that we heard of was six years or so ago in some village named the Malin. The Malin. Wait, auric were confirmed in that? Well, as far as I'm concerned, yes. As far as the media is concerned... Well, what do you know about it? Why, how, how do you know all got were involved in the Darkling? Well, if you really want to get into matters that are six years old and more or less forgotten, we can... Are they hardly that. forgotten by the people who are still living in permanent night? Yes. I mean... You want to have some tea? Um, honestly, I kind of want a drink, but... Oh. It sounds like I should maybe be sound of mind through this. Well, for me, it's practically three in the morning, so it's not that bad. Why not? 
He pulls out like a whole case of red wine. He's like, here, Captain Dapperwing says she cannot drink it anymore, so I had a whole stock. Would you like some? None of these are the one that got poisoned, right? Pretty sure. Let me double check. I mean, honestly, all that poison did was make you sleep for like several hours, and that sounds fine. Give me some, please. <laughs> right, so let's check. So the melee. Eternal night can only be caused by magical phenomena such as a snarl. Now, there are snarls in the Underdark, and presumably, if you've done your research... There's one directly below the mainland. Good girl. There is one, or there was. It's not there any longer. And I went and checked myself. That entire area got destroyed somehow. In something that involved snarl, right? If a snarl gets overused. It can have a grand magical effect, therefore rendering the snarl useless and that region of the world, well, altered. Does that happen often? A few times in history. I mean, sometimes it's the darkening. Other times it's more subtle, like, I don't know, people growing tails or deformities, or wild magic, you ever heard of it? When people cast magic, but they have magical effects, sometimes a lot of people in that same village get affected by that, and then they all suffer from the wild magic. Yes. Gus is sleepy enough that um, every single physical trait that uh, Valentin mentions Gus manifests for himself. <laughs> <laughs> growing tails. Yup, <laughs> nice, I love it. Deformities. Multiple limbs mm -hmm. and all that. I thought wild magic was a fey thing. It can be. It can also be caused by being near random confluences of magic, such as nuns. Well, there's the elemental chaos too, I think. So, the snarl beneath the vermilion is no longer there. And, if you ask me, the, the clues point to the auric. Messing with the snarl specifically. Precisely, as they tend to do. You see, they want to use the snarls to bring forth mage hunters. That is where they came from. And the Damoth thingy. I'm sorry, I always forget its name. The Damocon. That's the one. But I'm confused. If they'd used up the snarl below Vermalen to summon mage hunters, why didn't they make another attack for six years? I presume that their experiment failed, hence the darkening. Just because the Auric are good at rituals, just because, his voice blows, just because Captain Murgak Sorgren's shell is good at blood rituals, doesn't mean that they're always successful. He's trying to decipher rituals from languages that are dead at this point. So of course it's not always going to work. My best guess is it didn't work six years ago, hence the darkening. Destroyed the snarl and mm -hmm. caused those effects above ground. One step ahead of me, you are. I like that. Makes my work easier. Yes, precisely. Which means that the two mage hunters that they brought forth were recent. A year and a half at most ago. They must have done it in the other side of the world, for we would have heard about some side effect by now. One of them they planted in the Grove of Veljur, they still have it. The other was planted here in the Witherbloom Swamps, hence all the chaos from last year. I still have that mage hunter. Right, but you moved it because the vice captain <laughs> got news. Precisely. If you must know, my mage hunter is hidden in the mountains. Oh. And what about all the larval ones and the ones in the book? Were they all offspring of one of the mage hunters they already got? My best guess is yes. No, Bef they also had all the little lava thingies. Yes, yeah, the ones at the, the gala. gala. I don't know if you know this, but a mage hunter can reproduce all of its own. Yes, we've learned that. Right, okay. So, Hugo Arneza must have had dozens, if not hundreds, of lava at his disposal. They are breeding an army. All of this from one mage hunter. Mine keeps spewing out lava and I keep killing them. It's not fun, but there you have it. The other, the auric must have gotten the lava to their cocoon state in due time. Would make sense. Fly low, build up your forces. Exactly. I Do you know of any auric activity directly in Vermilion rather than underneath it? 
That is one of the locations that Hugo and Issa was most involved in. That's where he would go and collect. I know a few people that are from there. We have Nora and Wu, who was your old RA. I think your roommate. A few other students. Some dwarf as well. Yeah. But as far as any direct involvement after the snarl went kaput, not that I know of. No, nothing heavy, at least. It was, of course, the drow who were involved, but... Were they directly involved with the Auric? Or anyone confirmed? That is speculation. Some say that, yes, many of them were involved, and I'm willing to say the same. I mean, I'm sure there are drow Auric in general, but... Exactly. The only reason I say this is because of the blue flame. Right. Which affected Vermeulen just after the darkening. Yes. Which definitely hints at drow activity. Is that a drow thing? Yes. Uh, you don't have proof of it, then it's hard to say, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Otherwise it's just convenient or perhaps inconvenient timing. You can't just go around blaming drow for auric activity, or blue flame activity for that matter. Uh, blue flame being the fire spells you cast have a blue flame that is more magical than normal magic fire and can't be put out with water. Mistake, why do you know so much about this? Yes, why indeed? Well, you already said my roommate's from Vermeulen. Oh, so you and your roommate are from Chomi? She talks a lot, sometimes in her sleep. Hmm. And I work at the library. Do you... That makes sense. Fair enough. Uh... It sounds like you have some things to... Uh, it sounds like you have a lot of curiosity about this, and, you know, I I love that for you, but I, I do really need to get to sleep. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll talk later. Thank you. Uh, Costa's gonna head out early and send a message via their little magical scroll and be like, Hey, can you pick me up? Within time, Dario shows up. Is he within sight of the rest of us? I would say no, because Cos would probably like start heading. Yeah, Cos would head out. You know, at the edge of Witherbloom swamps. Cos is heading out, walking through one of the Witherbloom bridges. There are students having a food fight down below. You might recognize the couple as that Chad and Brad having a, a food fight with a bunch of other Witherblooms. Conjure a pie above them. Heck yeah! It's beautiful. It just falls on top of Chad. <laughs> hey, who threw that? Hey, you got pie! Hey, fuck you, here! Hey! Here, have some of this pie! Oh wow, this pie tastes like shit! Whoever made this clearly doesn't know how to make pie! Cause. There is a very good-looking drow coming in your direction. <laughs> it's Kamira. Oh, good. Yeah. No, 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 no. It looks a lot like Kamira, though. Cost Except more masculine. Uh, Cost goes up to Dario. They're in a form that is, I think, shorter than him currently, and so they just kind of, like, head on chest. Is entirely too sleepy. Kamira. He just, like, pats you. Is everything okay? Well, I've slept two hours in the last two days, I think. And my friend almost died or was lobotomized, and I think I failed my what? first exam. What? Yeah, I'll tell you more about it later. I had to leave to go get some sleep. They were talking about some, uh, I, I don't know, it's a mistake doing some research about Vermeulen. It's like a town that it's night there, something about blue fire. I, I didn't really follow it. Mistake was talking about this. Yeah. Oh, she she's probably something to do with. She she has like a side project going on that she's. Huh. Is she spending a lot of time on? Could, do you mind just like walking me back? For you. I would walk you to Vermeulen and back. But if you're just going back to Silverquill, well, of course. You're not going to get much sleep with Kamira there, though. She is insufferable after an exam. So why don't you come back and sleep in my room? I'm too tired to come up with something clever to say. So, uh... So yes? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Awesome. I'll buy you a Slurpee on the way. <laughs> that sounds weird. 
What are, what are those? Oh, those are ice drinks, uh, fruity ice drinks that you can get with it. And then we fade out <laughs> as he's taking you yeah. away. Ow, my brain is frozen. <laughs> <laughs> is this a lobotomy? <laughs> Gary, what are you doing? I mean, I think he was gonna continue hanging out Here. at Valentin's to like hear about this because he doesn't know anything about mistakes research and he's just like, wait, what is all of this new information yeah, yeah. that I didn't know? Yeah. I don't know how much more information Mistake can get out of Valentin, but they might chat for at least a little bit yeah. longer and Mistake can cover this with Gary leaving off anything that might implicate Dario or his family. Mm. Because if Mistake talks to anyone about that, it should probably be cost first. That seems fair. Mm -hmm. So, have either of you been to Vermeulen? No. Have either of you been to the Underdark? I've tried to listen to the Underdark and all I get annoying cave sounds. It's very upsetting. Oh. I lived there for about 50 years during my initial time as a, well, he just shows off his fangs. That makes a lot of sense, no son. Mm -hmm. Scary place that is, scary place full of horrors. And even more so if you count the horrors that come out of those snarls. Do things come out of them unprovoked? Not always. Typically, it involves some kind of humanoid involvement, rituals. Prayers. Prayers. Whatever it is that the Oryk did, it wasn't just a darkening. That was a side effect. I think there are more things that seep through. And that's why the people of Vermeulen are leaving, little by little. Getting killed, getting brutally dismembered and attacked. There are monsters that live in the dark. Right, and we knew that, right? But there are some monsters that are natural and others that are not. Or natural to a completely different plane. Correct. If the snarl is gone, how are things still coming out of it? I don't think it's so much that there's still things coming out of it. I think that whatever came out of it six years ago is reproducing. Yeah. Anyway, it's all speculation. If you wish to look further on it, you can probably request some books from the Biblioplex and maybe, I don't know, go see one of Zaphis' broody plays. Maybe he'll put one on this year about the Underdark, who knows? Isn't he doing a talent show this year? Is that what he's doing? Well, that's a shame. I would quite like to live. Well, Cost didn't want him to do another play this year, and so Zaphi got upset. That's a talent show. <sighs> Seems rather unprofessional. <laughs> Honestly, unprofessional seems to be the theme for like 80% of the professors. <laughs> That's fair. Looks at Valentin. As he's buttoned, having wine with students. I know, not what you mean. It's not my problem, it is your DMs. <laughs> and we cut away well, from there. I will there. point out, it's also a teacher. I know, I know. I don't but know not this in school, our okay? teacher. Uh, you don't take off your shirt in school. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> well, except some okay, the one right? time. Okay. But of course, uh, a lot of the students are blind. So they wouldn't see. We do get into. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us again this week. This episode was recorded in Watertown, Massachusetts, also known as the traditional land of the Pekoset and Nanantum peoples. I'd like to give a huge thank you to all of the talented musicians that helped bring this podcast to life with their amazing music. We've provided a link to their web pages in the description. I would also like to thank our talented players, Tyler Rubin, Rin Garnett, Michael Yang, and Nikki Aguilar-Thompson. This story would not be the same without their wonderful creativity. I've been your host and DM, Alex Aguilar-Thompson, and I hope to see you here again next week for another episode of Roleplay Radio. Do you cast comprehend languages? Out of I better do something. No? <laughs> As, geez, now you're going to make me do actual <laughs>
<laughs> I did say it was to piss off the DM. <laughs> no, you don't actually have to give me anything. It's the lyrics to dump it back funny. in. Uh, dump it back in if you want. Yeah. It's the lyrics no, I, I, I kind of like it. Because um, <laughs> it does reveal some it, more. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it! No, it's the, it's the lyrics to the Pixies, Where Is My Mind. Hey there, Delilah. What's it like? In oh, that's <laughs> I don't want to die! <laughs> so, um... Look at this photograph. <laughs> Every time I do, it makes me laugh. What is no! photograph? <laughs> no! Quarterback! I hate them! Uh, um, you're so, a Barbie girl? <laughs> God damn it, focus! Okay, um, so, okay. okay. So, um, we're in it. The rest of you are hearing him.